Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, sure I can have a baby after 45. Let me throw these chicken bones. I never thought I'd have a blonde American wife. But when I brought you that ranch dressing, I knew I'd be your dipping sauce for life. I booked a dream vacation on a tropical isle. I only wanted to bone. Oh, how could I? That I'd wind wind up knocked up and really pissed Oh, love in paradise We're planting a banana tree Love in paradise Have you heard of polyamory? I swear that I can see forever in your giant dick Love in paradise. It's the size of my arm. Fade it, Gary. Wonderful, it, wonderful. Gary. Y'all, I am furious. <laughs> I'm angry and I'm furious because we literally just got back from tour. I mean, we landed we, on we the got plane. Out, we got out of LAX, and we're, we we're here at my the, apartment. Yes, doing we a, got out of the car. We came up here, and we were like, we've got to do this fucking show. My neighbor bothered us. Which we're happy to do, because we love Love in Paradise. We do. We're tired, but we love this show. But I just got an email from the hotel, and you ate $200 worth of, <laughs> of penis. At the hotel, $200 worth of penis that I had to you, pay for. You fucked up that joke, so you're so tired. You <laughs> fucked up. You, 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 you almost said peanuts. No, I said penis. No, never mind. Maybe. <laughs> and penis. it still made you laugh. It was worth it. No, I, I anticipated. Anyway, y'all, I guess I'm going to have to pay for that. <laughs> I ate. So the the hotel says there was too much penis in his room. Too much penis in your (laughs) business partner's room. You are not invited back at the Denver Moxie. No, thank you. I need to say this about this hotel. Y'all, they have on the walls 
like little hanging chairs that you can unfold and a table that unfolds. There's no room for a desk. It is like a small, people that live in those small houses, but a hotel room. Tiny houses. Tiny houses, that's it. Yeah, that's not what I want in my hotel. I'm just going to say that I now. I didn't. I think you when you moved the table and it you realize it wasn't. That I moved secure. the table and and it fell over and coffee went everywhere, and it wasn't the best start to my morning. No, I screamed fuck fuck fuck, then kicked the then kicked my suitcase. <laughs> you get violent when you get really. I angry. do. I do. You like to kick or hit. I'm not going to hurt other people. No, usually thanks, though. Doesn't mean I don't want to. You have um, tried to kick me before. Yeah, you needed it. <laughs> wow. You know, my mother poodle would say, you knew you needed it. <laughs> Yo, this is lip. I this love is that lip. you accidentally butt-dialed your mother, and she immediately texted What's you wrong? Said, What's wrong? <laughs> I, saw it, I saw it happen. I was like, no, no, no. I can't talk to you right now. I'm leaving the apartment. My, my mother would say, hey, hey, baby, did you call? And your mom just says, what's wrong? No, no, no. I, it was, I butt FaceTimed her. It was even worse, oh, which so I never FaceTime her. So she felt like you were in a car accident trying to yes, call her. Yes, going, yes, yes. Mother, mother. Bird, are you okay? Has, Why no. are you FaceTiming me? Is there something wrong with your face? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to see. <laughs> I'm your mother, Jay Bird. Show me. <laughs> Oh, Father Poodle, his nose is gone. Anyway. <clears throat> Did you get a face tattoo? <laughs> oh. um, All right, y'all. This love episode is called Mixed, mixed signals. signals and Mixed Nuts. Great movie. <laughs> Loved it. Great Christmas movie. You mean Mixed Nuts, not yeah. Mixed Signals don't and know Mixed that Nuts. Movie. Um, I'm sure it's yeah, I don't think a it's a movie. movie. Um, not, but y'all, it's a Christmas movie about a suicide hotline, and yeah. I'm like, who greenlit this? Nora Ephron. No, she wrote it. I think she directed it too. Oh, I don't know. I know she. But wrote the it, studio greenlit it, so well, she yeah. didn't do anything like that. It's a the movie has got its own character. Um, okay, so maybe you saw it at a time. I I I don't remember it enthralling me i know madeline khan was really great in it it's the reason why i fell in love with madeline khan and then uh uh what led me to watch clue because i'd never seen clue before and this was in high school how how was how was that your gateway to madeline khan i don't know but i'd never not seen clue i'd never seen clue before and then i'd heard how it, but old never, were you like this is like when i was like 15 14 no that's about right yeah, freshman in high school. Why were you watching Mixed Nuts as a 13 or 14-year-old? Love Steve Martin because my parents would, anytime there was the old reruns of yeah. SNL on, because my parents loved it from the 70s, okay. they would watch it and they'd say, come watch. And so like, I, see. I grew up with Two Wild and Crazy Guys, oh. King Tut, all that Steve Martin stuff. I'd I love to see him and Martin short tour. They're touring right now, but... We are too, but we're not anymore, <laughs> y'all, because summer should be done. Summer and it is. should be done. The Live, Laugh, Love slash Summer Should Be Fun Tour has been put to bed. It's been put to bed. Like um, several men that I saw. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Poodle got dicked down. We all had laughs. You got your nails painted. And I got my nails done. Yeah, yeah. you got fucked and I got a manicure. <laughs> so that's where we are. And um, But no, we had a great time. 
Denver, you need more highways in your city. Okay. But other than that, I I'm, enjoy I'm Denver. Not, I don't want to say much about this because I don't want to belabor it. But I've been to a lot of cities. I know. Few have the problematic infrastructure I that we experienced in Denver. I very rarely bitch about traffic because it really, I don't get that upset about traffic. I complained about it the whole time. But that's kind of the norm. You yeah. complain about traffic in every city the whole time. But this that's, was trafficy for no reason. But this, I agree, is a badly designed system. Yeah, it's inefficient. Y'all need to do. Ba- y'all need to rally and like run yes. for city council in Denver or Someone. something. Yes, fix your infrastructure. I will- something is wrong. Other than that, love Denver. The people were really, was, really. They're nice. lovely. Really good food. Beautiful city. Just takes forever to get around. And the theater didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh, yeah, y'all. So, (laughs) y'all, you know know when you see me backstage and I'm going, okay, okay. And I'm just trying to process and my eyes are as big as saucers. It was, was, of course, (laughs) our last show and bless Poodle's Heart, the biggest tech shit show. Yeah, and and I had a a fucking teamster up there trying to tell me what he was going to do and what he was not going to do. It's why we're not. You don't argue with the teamster. (laughs) Even though we have a Love in Paradise new theme song, we're not playing it. Because Poodle and I, I refuse to play that right now because we couldn't hear the music, so we were off on the track. Yeah, and I will not play that again for y'all. No, I wrote I I wrote it the day of, and we it, will it's good. We will record it at another time, but not next week, y'all, because we're going on vacation. We're going on vacay, so we're gonna um we're gonna be we we lip is probably the there's only two shows we're gonna go back and cover, and that's gonna be lip, and it's gonna be ninety day fiance UK, which premieres next yep. week. Other than that, all of our other shows, uh, y'all, you even get a on week Patreon, off on Classless. We're taking the week off, and you also you're gonna get uh, maybe a when we come back, you'll get like a little little what you know we missed, like a little five minute explanation yeah. of the episode. You know, knowing our luck, like the biggest thing on ninety know, day fiance is going to happen next week. I know. Well, we are doing tomorrow. And That's true, but yeah, the week because one will we come back be like one? Will that be the penultimate episode? May, I think it's going to be longer because rem, the remember happily ever after was announced. It premieres uh, the 29th of August, or, oh. or so. It's that we've got another month. They, oh yeah, seventeen episodes. I think we've got. Yeah, we've got another month. Oh, good, good, good. Then we won't. It hopefully will be a slog, and we won't miss too much. The 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 hopefully Emily, Emily's the, not pregnant with the week another when, baby. The week when we're off, it is Emily goes to the OB and has triplets, or uh, and they have a fight. Uh, Ari, Ari, Ari and Beanie ride bumper cars. Ride bumper cars. Uh, Kara, Kara and Guillermo, Kara and Guillermo have a pre-counseling wedding session. Bilal and Shada go skydiving in the middle of the air. He hands her the prenup again, thinking maybe and, she can read it better. And then she pulls open the parachute, and it's a bunch of like silverware. Like it's in cartoons. It, you can use my parachute. <laughs> Just remember, the, remember that it was in the cartoons. They would, they would open the and it was just a bunch of silverware that came yeah, out. Yep, it was like Wiley Coyote Wiley would Coyote. do that. Yeah, yeah. Coyote. I always felt sorry for him. Oh, we don't have time. I wish I could say that Roadrunner was a bitch. We don't have oxygen, but we can't. <laughs> think about it, my friend. He just wanted to murder now. the Roadrunner. It's true. I think you know JP, don't you? Yeah. He just got married. Yeah, he voices Wiley Coyote now. He did Great. it in the newest Space Jam movie, I think. Good for him. Well, I know. Well, I like that it's. I kind of like that it's a gay man playing him because if you look back, Wiley Coyote was always a persnickety, and gay it was man. homophobia perpetuated on him, especially by the Acme Company. <sighs> <laughs> 
let's just move on. We need on. to move on. Y'all, let's jump into this. So um, thank you again for your support. We appreciate it now. Let's thank get you back all to for normal coming, life. for seeing us on tour. We loved, we loved beating everybody. And did, even, and even the tired. megaphones. Even the, even the megaphones who screamed out things. All right, y'all. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invent a seat ejector for those megaphones. <laughs> I know. Just shoot them to the roof. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Okay, Danielle and Johan. Okay. God, he looked good this episode, didn't he? He he does, but he believes there's really witches. <laughs> I think I don't, I think he's a little I think he's a little dense to uh, I mean or 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 sheltered or extremely sheltered or both. Yeah. I I I want to yes and that. I think both. I think Daniel's like, okay. She's like, I think she thought he was being, he was being joking until the end. He's like, no, in his confessional, no, witches come in, witches drink babies, the blood of babies. And it's a very, very serious thing. Santa Claus is real, y'all. And we all went, okay. Now, I know culturally. Big dick wonder. Because what is the name? There was a horror movie. There's something called like in like. This is you're gonna get this wrong from like I I don't know if it's South America I don't know what type of Latinx culture but there's Yorona La Yorona is it the La woman Yorona? that's the south southwest that's Mexican oh it is but isn't yeah. that the same like isn't that about children like a woman no there was a because <sighs> you're you're gonna you're gonna don't don't try it but Just... no I know no I'm asking <laughs> sissies to come at us and let us know because I know there's a cultural because basically a guy used to work with with was into horror movies and he was telling me about because he was dating a girl time who was from Mexico, I believe. Yeah. And she was and so they were working on this horror movie and it's about a woman like sucking the blood of yeah, children. I think that's Yorona, I think. Anyway. So maybe there's all these different tales. Yep. Um The Weeping Woman. It's who warms Roan's waterfront areas mourning the children she drowned. I don't know if she sucks children's blood. But what only reason I bring that up, but I think it is literally it's not like a this is the same as someone saying here I think in the U at least for me, I want to know if it's the same as someone in the US saying, I believe in Santa Claus, the tooth fairy, and like the big bad wolf or like ogres under my bed yeah it's like that type of children's fairy tale yes yes and yes. the fact that he i think come he, at me sis, he still believe he still he believes it still believes it i'm just like and does it with an extremely oh, serious face and i'm just and i thought okay you get what you deserve this is another red flag that she is she takes notice of but she just brushes aside. Well, I think honestly that she because the dick it up. flag is big enough. It's true, but I still think she brings up a part of her self sabotage because she knows he thinks that already because she's already yeah, brought agree. up about witch stuff. I agree. I agree. But before that, yeah, y'all, um, she, he ate. A, he, ate he ate all the I, peanuts. I could not stop laughing when I when I'm laughing and I I think something is really funny, especially on camera. Not not really funny to me. I kept writing, bahaha. Oh my god! And she keeps bringing up the peanuts because you guys, the one thing that her martyrdom can't, she can't get away from is to keep mentioning how much of her money he is spending, and it really bothers him. And she doesn't really care. She doesn't care. And he yeah. even says, "I love that." He said, "You know." He said, if I'm hungry at 4 a.m., I'm going to eat. Now, I get it. 
he's dense enough that he's not thinking. Right. He should, because he works at a resort. He should know better that this is very... Everybody knows yeah. that the food in there is very expensive. I guarantee you there are kind bars at the little store. I agree. At I, that resort. I, I will say, like... Get you some kind bars, I y'all. I feel like Johan, not in Daniel's defense, but just if Johan seems like... He makes he's a, as little he's effort. He's a man child, too. Little effort as possible yeah. to do really any. Because he probably thinks, I'm cute, I'm pretty, I have a huge dick. That's all I have to do is dick someone down. Yeah. I really think that's what he thinks and teach them how to fucking solve I think whatever nothing has anyway. really ever been expected of him past that. No. So. He has a family of four sisters. Yep. What do you They think? do everything. He's been babied his entire life. Right. right. To do whatever he, he wants to do. He, he does. He makes a living. Everything he makes money, everything else has been taken care of for him. Exactly. So if Doesn't there if cook, there's food around, clean, yep. Nothing. So it makes sense that he should get peanuts. I gotta tell y'all, just get some kind bars. I can't tell you. Put them in your suitcase. It's just the it's gonna All help right, you. Samantha Brown. <laughs> I loved her travel oh, shows. I lo- I still follow her Instagram. She's y'all, still around? Fo- her in, oh yeah, her Instagram is great. Good for she her. just gave you're gonna love this. She gave a tip and I shared it to my Instagram. Some sissies liked it. And basically she said, if you're traveling with children, when they tell you at the first God bless your soul. If you're traveling with a spouse or significant other, there's two of you, when they say you can load the plane first, instead of taking your child, have the other partner take the car seat and everything they can, and they go in the plane and load it up. And then while you're sitting on the plane for 30 minutes waiting for everybody who's stressed and their energy right. on the plane and yeah. your kids, stre- but the other partner has the baby running them all around the airport, getting them tired out, and then just bring them on the plane on the last group to board. That's a great sit idea. Down and then you go. That's a great idea. Isn't it? Samantha Brown. Passport to fun. Y'all run those babies out of their energy. Love Ain't her. nobody want to hear your baby on a flight. Although this flight, there's a crime baby about four. Uh, four blocks or rows behind me, but it was like a, it's like a two month old baby, and it makes it like, oh that god, cute to me. Nope, it's all noise. It's cute to me. <laughs> I just wanted to hold it. So there should be flights that are adults only. Johan does say to her. He said, "You know, you keep saying that you have to pay." He said, "I'm not an idiot. That's questionable." <laughs> but I, he says, I, "I know that I can't pay for it." Yeah. Thanks for reminding me all the time. The thing about it is, she, I'm sure this is not the first time he is telling her this. No. And uh, the thing about her response is always defensive. Like, well, I am paying. Instead of, I know this bothers you. She said it in her confessional, but not to him. Because, y'all, she's still chewing her lip over those $200 of peanuts. Yeah. This is why... This is why this whole uh, charade that she's going to live in the DR that, and be, that's really what I was and be so happy and be so away that's from this. That's when it comes out. She's not in love with him. No. He's her big dick island guy. And she's going to get bored with that it. she can leave life right. with and run away from but all I'm saying, of her problems. But I'm saying there's no way in hell she'll be happy living in the DR. Oh, if she can't, if she just constantly months. sweats about the two hundred dollars of peanuts, she'll last six months. Yeah, I agree. Six months. I find her like I was talking What's about she this. Do at for the, money? Yeah, I was. I know exactly. I was talking about this at the live show. I am shocked 
we have not had a complete snotty crying meltdown from her yet. It's coming. This is episode, what was this? Six. There's usually. Yeah. Well, no. I'm we a little have... disappointed in her. I expected. Well, hi, Bessie. We don't know what they're going to have because they had eight episodes last season because it was streaming. However, yeah. it did really well and then it did well. So I could see them giving us like 10, 10 episodes. episodes of this. Maybe. We don't know, y'all, because Discovery tells us nothing. So we're with y'all on this. Cut to we just got back from tour and we're doing this show. Um, I will say Danielle is the epitome of the, someone who is worried about the wrong things. Yeah. Meaning, y'all, this fucking saging of the car. And saying and Psalm of, 23. <laughs> I, literally, I just wrote, honey, you're worried about the wrong stuff in life. The... I think Danielle, Daniel, Daniel, Danielle, I, I realized in watching this, I went, oh, she actually really can't worry or deal with the real things in life. So she busies her mind with these silly little ancillary things like, and I'm not saying the religion of it's silly, so I'm not saying that, but the way she treats it, she busies her mind with saging the car. She busies her mind with planting the banana tree. She busies her mind with right. all because she really doesn't want to face the fact of, I'm 48 years old. I don't have enough money. Yep. How are we going to have a baby? Because she can't be an she, adult to deal with that. She she she's doing the same thing that she that she criticized Johan for doing with his religion. She is completely trusting something uh, that it, that is outside herself, but at the same time, it seems desperate, and it seems like she doesn't really trust it down to her her core. No, she, it's just all desperate. Everything she is doing, you guys, is a, is a sign of a desperate person, and and it's not easy to watch. Which is why not a lot of us have a lot of love for this person. No, <laughs> and it's uh, it it she. Do you know what when she's talking about? She's talking about now I can't I can't she's like you want some peanuts she's like I can't eat peanuts and she's like it's taboo and he's talking about his church and he he's kind of like what the fuck you yelled at me about eating peanuts and my church and everything like that but you won't eat peanuts so but at the same time though he she's judging him for thinking that witches are real and and people thinking in his faith witches are real right and he probably thinks it's just as fucking crazy that he, like he mentioned before, with the banana tea is in a, a tree in a country where people need food, and that someone can't eat a peanut because it's against their religion. Right. That sounds just as crazy to Not him. Not because she has an allergy, but because her spiritual advisor said peanuts aren't for you right now. Y'all, God made peanuts. Eat them if you want. <laughs> But no, not not if you have a severe peanut allergy. No, don't I, even if you have a peanut I, allergy. I've made fun of this before, y'all. But when I was I pick up kids or pick up my uh, my nephew and uh, something like, or like daycare centers, the, the anti peanut imagery oh, that you, you will find. Yes, but no, like it's like whole like not just not just talk about it like. Signs that have like a picture of Mr. Peanut with the, with the yeah. red thing in it, and it's like those are like hated. It's like werewolves in Eastern Europe. I, be, I bet you a million dollars the sunflower industry is behind it to make sunflower butter. I'll never forget walking into my I think it was my niece's daycare at the time, and it was just anti peanut propaganda it everywhere. Just, it makes you wonder. 
were kids just dying all the time when we were kids for peanut butter? Because we had peanuts everywhere. That's a really everywhere. good point. It was a good point. Or the allergies just happened more. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm struck by the imagery. It, there's a lot of cartoon versions of mm. Mr. Peanut in different versions. And like they're slashing his throat, basically. Again, y'all. It's weird. Mr. Peanut was gay. <laughs> and quite a snob. He was, he was the Oscar Wilde of nuts. <laughs> Just walk around with a top hat and a cane. Mr. Gay. Planters. Yeah, because, you know, they, they called him Planters. Quite he effete. Knew how to, he planted seed. <laughs> no, he was Big Bottom. Really? Yeah, I he was think, taking I it. I think Mr. Peanut's more of a top. You know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe he was a very, very, it was a blouse. Yeah. He was a fancy top. Yeah, a fancy top. Yeah, I, like I get that. that. I like that. Anyway. So, y'all, four days to get married. They're driving to go see his mom. They're driving down the highway, and we're going to see his parents. They're going to think I'm a rich American woman, which is what I want them to think. <laughs> no, it's true. No running water! <laughs> <laughs> no running water. She um, does, though. She's like, I'm just worried they're going to think of me as a rich American woman. And I went, yeah. that's exactly the way you and want I was going to say, you, and uh, that's exactly what you project. That's that's. 100% what you want to be seen as, Danielle, because then you're seen as powerful. You know what's so interesting? I think she thought she was going to come on this show and be an object of empathy for people, a woman who is finding a new, uh, getting her, her third act in life and finding this hot Dominican lover, and she's finding she's finding her chance where everyone is kind of like, you're close to Karening, kind of Pretty much all the way through here, yeah. and I, I th- and a huge hypocrite, yeah. And I and I think it's going to severely backfire for her. Yeah. I think she may have been one of the people who really thought she would be liked, yeah, on this show. I agree, <laughs> I agree with that. And it has not. I I I I don't read most of what I see is either on our Facebook book or Facebook group or in Reddit, and in both of those places, she is not well liked. No, so um, it's I, I I have a feeling if that's a general sampling. Uh, Sometimes people don't like that. They or they think it's what I think that's the reason why Mary and Bertani aren't smothered anymore. I think she didn't like the edit. Oh, got. the edit. I, that's what. <laughs> I, that's the only reason because everybody loves it. Y'all, she Mary just followed us on Instagram. Oh, so so and it's you, such Bert- an exciting time Bertani to be alive. Has, is dating someone? Man, a man. Wow. A very cute black man. Are we sure it's a man? Well, I mean, he might have been, but <laughs> okay. no, looks like a man. And okay. she uses the he pronouns on his okay. on Instagram. All right. There's pictures of them like with their hands on top of each other on her leg. She has very dark I love black being hair in now. a relationship. She, her Instagram says like the black haired girl. She has <laughs> dark black <laughs> hair and she has bangs. <laughs> God, oh, I God, miss Brittany. them. I miss them so much. What's going to go with my sleeve? I posted a picture because she's friends with uh, Dave from Dave and Lana of 90 Day Fiance. David. Or David. They're friends in real life before the show. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so anyway. we do we do go to his house. And, uh, and I think this is also when she's saying things like, I think she's trying to educate us as the audience about yeah. the Dominican Republic. And she's like... You know, the Dominican Republic is a paradise for tourists. But 
not for the people who live here. And she kind of gets a little Sally Struthers tone in her voice. Yeah. And she's and it feels really gross. It feels and, even grosser when she turns vicious because she thinks she's gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> and so she is when she says there's no running water, two two bed two bathrooms what with did no, she no do running for water. Work again, she said, and I don't remember. Teacher. Oh, she's a teacher. Yeah. And uh, he he basically says, when I leave my job at the resort, it's a different world that I come back to. And it's a different – it's such an if – you, if you take these two confessionals back to back, he's actually being honest without really a lot of intent – without trying to make us think a certain way. Mm-hmm. He's just basically saying, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. She's trying to say – trying to talk to the audience and change our thinking. Yeah. And it's a very, it's such an, it's such a dialectic here between those two. Because he says, y'all, do we think Johan actually loves her? I don't. I, I don't. I think he likes her. I don't think it's that, I don't think love is very complex for him. I agree with that. I think love is transactional. I, I think yeah. love is whoever you're in front of that you can fuck. I think love is whoever you're going to who whoever's the best boat to take you to where you want to go. Yeah. I think that's love for him. That's why I I find I I find it's not that I don't think that's a reasonable question, but I don't think it's very effective with a lot of 90-day fiancés. Like if I asked if Annie her first season with David, does Annie love David? And I would say Yes, in a way that she loves him to that may there may be a goal behind it. I actually think she has more though what American love though than Johan because she talks though in that first that's true how kind he is to her. Yeah, like she gets emotional. But Johan looks at her to me as just kind of like there's not this infatuation with her. Yeah, the way she has with him, and he even said you know. Of course, everyone wants to live in the U.S. because that's where you go to make your dreams come true. And I'm like, well, that's not really true for everybody. But he believes that. I I agree. I would I would say that both of these people's sincerities about love are about at the same level. I yeah. think for what she thinks love is, I, she hasn't really thought it out. I don't. Think, None of this. I think honestly, both of them kind of love each other the same way. Yeah. In that. Who they're in love with is the they're in love with more of the life that person can right. give them and the symbol so he wa- of that. So clearly they haven't talked about this. No, nope. he wants to go to the U.S. and she's like, "Oh, I want to live, live here. here. It's warmer." You see, she's like, "And it's I don't have easier. to pay rent." And you just easier. see his family go, "What, what? bitch? What <laughs> bitch?" And she, so and she's like, "I pay four thousand dollars a month in New York for rent," and they what all just go, "Entitled." Bitch, like, to what? talk about this, I, I, when she's saying that, I'm like, stop. Do you hear yourself? I, Do you hear yourself? I wonder where her child lives. Because remember, y'all, Sherry has a kid. That's right. I think they're they're grown, but they're grown. But still, I'm like, your kid lives in New York, and you just want to move to the DR. None of this has been thought out. None of this. I get, she's running away, y'all. Running away. Run away. Um, and so, but yes, she wants that paradise life. And she's like, I just want to be old and do yoga on the beach. And y'all, meanwhile, someone's saying, can we bring in some more running water? 
from the cistern and back. Yeah, exactly. It's just the tone deafness with which she's talking to these people and the way she says, like, she's like, I think I'm just going to live here. And the aunt's like, well, it would be really better for him to be in the U.S. because he's always dreamed of that. And, and we make he, no money We here make compared. no money, so it would be helpful. And then she in a confession is like, it's hard because I really want to love Johan. But then I think sometimes, is he just in it for my money or just to go to the U.S.? No, that's just what his aunt said to you. That's just what I love that Dumbass. they paired that quote right after the aunt also oh. said. I'm 52, and I've been working since I was 11, and I have nothing. I have nothing. nothing. I pay $4,000 a month for rent. It's just the the utter tone deafness of it. It it just, it hurts my brain with this woman. The woman has the empathy of a rock. (laughs) I, I really do believe, I really do believe she thought people would identify with her and understand her, her story. And I think it's been the been the opposite the opposite that's all i i really have all right we're Um, gonna take a little break if you're listening on the free feed this is later months down the road but for the patreon obviously (laughs) we're just gonna keep on going poodle i gotta tell you i think i just made one of the best investments for myself Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, 
MeUndies Signature Fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash realitygaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more questions
complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Carlos and Valentine. 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 Capital V, little A, capital L. Carlos Valentine. Carlos walking around. I never thought I could be so happy. He's just walking He's at, on he the... He says, I'm at peace with myself. Yes. And they're going, you guys... I'm coming out of my shell for Valentine. Barranquilla is a conservative city. And, I'm and gonna, we're going to Santa Marta. I'm going to come out of my shell. shell. We're going to go to Santa Marta. Which is a I more progressive to a town. Club. And I thought the way this started, I was like, this is nice. We're going to share part of your history with Valentine. And we're, we're going to get to see. And he, and he, Valentine has been kind of critical about um, how, how uh, Carlos isn't letting him be liberated sexually mm-hmm. so they're they're obviously so it seems like carlos is trying to yes. do something that might might make things a little easier for yes. valentine mm-hmm. and <laughs> then so then it turns a little bit into it's like it's like it's like so that's where you went first he's like no blah 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 he's like it seems like you don't even know anything about me and that he does turn he he does to a one eighty on a dime. It oh, it's and I like I do. Two things are true here. Does Valentine really listen? No. no. Does Carlos get upset when Valentine doesn't hit every bit of his history? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> now I'm what, but what this is a symbol of, you guys, is Valentine has never been in a relationship where he's had to really get to know the other person. Yeah, probably not. Because yeah, I I will follow that up later. Because y'all, Valentine is pretty self-absorbed. Yep, yeah, completely. He's not like a narcissist. Not like class. So I don't want to use that word unless we really think someone is. But conversation but he, is pretty surface. But he's yeah, he's it's very surface, and um, a deep conversation to Valentine, I don't think has a lot of details. That said, like, you know. The thing with Valentine is that, and with Carlos, there is, like Danielle, she's not likable to me at all. No. Valentine and Carlos, they are completely wrong for each other. They communicate terribly. And you can also, though, tell that they're both not, they're both not people who intentionally hurt other people. They're just kind of so wrapped up in their own world. They're pretty, they're, they're, um, they're unconsciously doing it, it. it. So it, so there is like, to me, there is a likability to that in them. I guess that's not probably. I don't right like word. either of them, but that's okay. <laughs> but I don't have a strong reaction to them the way I do. Like no, no, Danielle. no, no. I, I agree. There, it's more innocuous. I, I think of them as kind of bumbling. I don't, both of them yes. are bumbling in this relationship. Harmless. I don't think they're both in. Where Danielle it's harmless. Feels yeah, like you're right. She wants to intentionally take. Uh, she wants to manipulate. No, Johan. she's gonna fuck up his life. 
where they don't know that they're doing that to one another. No, at I all. agree with you. The bumbling, I, agree with you. I think, is a good word for yeah, it. Yeah, they're just bumbling into this relationship because neither one of them, the relationship that one wants, that e- each of them want, is nothing that the other is going to be able to give them. Yes. And yeah. I think actually the problem with both of them is they both don't really have any awareness of themselves. Yeah. They're working towards that, I'm sure, but. It's like when Carlos says, the problem is that we're both so much alike. They think they're both so much alike. That's not true. They both think they're so much alike because they're both, quote, tops. That's the only thing they have in common. That whole dominant thing that they they keep talking about, you guys. Carlos is going to be about them. I still call it. I want to move away from that because I don't don't think it's fair to talk about. explore more, but regardless of that, I mean, I could see that. But regardless of that, they are nothing alike. That's the point I was getting to. But I don't think I, anything. But what I want to talk about is I don't think Valentine has ever spent four to five days consecutively with one person. And I think this idea of being dominant. Oh, I think he probably has gone on vacations with people and things like that. You don't think ever? Uh, Not with how he is behaving here. I mean, no, it, do, it does seem like Valentine is not, not let used me, to being let with me people. Clarify, let me clarify. Uh, I would question whether the relationships he has been in is if how, how much time he actually spends with that person. Or does he see that person, they go to their separate abodes, and he sees that person whenever he wants to see them. I think, I can see where you're going with this. I think that probably Valentine, just because I know, like, Valentine reminds me a lot of, like, um, not all, but guys, one reason why, just a lot of that, like, WeHo gym guy surface level, and they would date people, but you know how they would date, I remember one one of my friends who was this beautiful guy. And he wasn't this surfacey Jim Weho guy, but he was dating this Jim Weho guy, and he came over, and to his house, and we sat there, and there was nothing. We were trying to engage in conversation. Right. There was nothing he could talk about. He was just kind of like, just saying, just, just normal, just a kind of like, just basically. <clears throat> Not even anything that contributes to a conversation, just the random shit that everybody says about whatever people are talking about in the zeitgeist right, right. then at that moment. But just pretty brain dead. But, and I talked to him, my friend later, who's really smart, and I said, what kind of conversations do you have? And he's like, oh, we talk about, like, other guys that are hot. We talk <laughs> about, like, uh, different workouts. And literally I went, I told my friend, I'm like, you're not that person at all. He was like, I know, but his ass is so cute. And I'm like, well, then I can't help you. But I think Valentine is used to having those type of conversations. I, I agree. and I, But I think. And he's just surprised by Carlos because of this phone conversation. Now right. it's like, Carlos is a raw, wounded nerve of emotion. And well, I just want to talk about let, it. But let me see. Let me tell you some things that give him away. And I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to be Clarence Darrow here. Okay. Things that he says is, I feel like you're taking my independence. Oh yeah, that's complete bullshit. Yeah. No, but it's but but think it is revelatory in what it means for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He also says, "You need to give me some space." Again, y'all, they've been here for like five to six days well, together. No. He came here to be with him. Yes. So it's like saying, that, "Hey, let me come to you to have a vacation." That 
I need space from you. But that's what I'm saying. Which is kind of a poodle move. It is. <laughs> I, I, I know this. But what I'm saying is that is this. Carlos has an emotional energy where he wants to be vulnerable and share. Valentine can't take a lot of that. No. It's not yeah. comfortable for him. Yeah. And so what happens is he lets all of that irritate. Now, if Valentine if, if Carlos Carlos was like whistling in the in the in the in the in the car with me, I would say, "You know what? I'm not going to get pissed off and say, "You need to stop doing that. It's really irritating." Because unless I'm at the only reason I would do that is if I am already so annoyed by someone being in my space. And that is exactly where Valentine is. No, that's where he is. I, I, this is how their phone conversation, unless it was like phone sex and they were like jerking off. I think that was 50% of it. But I think it was a lot of it. I think all their phone conversations had to deal with Valentine would call Carlos whenever he was doing something at home on the pro. They'd put him in his earbuds. <laughs> or y'all, you know you have that friend. They put you in their earbuds or they put you on speakerphone and they're always doing something while you're they're they're the person that I hate that. On, I get off the phone with people when they yeah, do that. They're the person on speakerphone at the grocery store, grocery <gasps> shopping talk. That is Valentine. Horrifying. Those people are monsters. But those are people that always can't just sit and talk to someone. Yeah. They, you have to be a witness to their life and doing. And I say that because they're halfway listening to you, right? Whereas Carlos is sitting at home on his bed, twirling his hair, doodling in doodling, doodling hearts of a notebook, and listening to every single fucking word Carlos says or Valentine, Valentine. says. So that's what, but that's what I'm saying. I and now don't. Valentine can't get away from that. He can't go into a grocery store, and he's got to sit and look at him. And that's why You're right, he's sick of him. He's sick of him. Yeah, and. That's why I'm saying relationship history-wise, that's why I would doubt that he's ever been on vacation spending so much time with one person who is as who is as emotional and – I wouldn't say as emotional. I would say <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Plain air, y'all, dried my voice out. Who is as kind of emotionally curious about him um, at th- th- as anybody else. Everybody else has kind of been like, we're fucking – so, and this yeah. is kind of a relationship, but I'm going to go to, so. When you, also they were probably poly. Exactly. So they were cruising guys together as well. Exactly. So, and I'm not going to say all polyamory, you guys, is about uh, trying to keep yourself from being vulnerable. Well, no, I, I don't but, think Valentine classifies as polyamory anyway. But, yeah, but I'm but. saying that is, that is sometimes a defensive mechanism for gay men to do that. Yeah. So yeah. that that's why this everything became so clear to me, which I had suspected pretty much all the time. We've said we've said this before. We did not want to make a judgment on what Valentine calls polyamory, but we're pretty much saying he likes to just fuck everybody. Yeah. And next week, there's already a preview when he's like, I'm going to talk to Carlos about polyamory and we're going to get this really started. And if it's not going to work, it's not going to work. Can it's you just, imagine? Just, this is, y'all, this is the first time they meet. They act when they have conversations. Carlos acts like I just met you the way the kind of what we see in real time. Yeah. And Valentine acts like they've been he's been seeing him like in person for two years and two year really. I think you flipped that. Valentine. Yeah. And Carlos. Yeah. Valentine acts like he's been in, with him like in person for two years and car in the way they act. Carlos. Acts oh, like I see. New, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's a new relationship. The way they, but the way Valentine even talks to Carlos, it's like they've been together five days. 
it's like they've been together for five years in the right. same place. He's and like, the fact oh, that he's now next week, like it's time to open this up. I'm like, you. I see just what you're saying. Got there, but that's why that that's why it's. <laughs> I I'm trying not to criticize his because I don't know him, but I'm gauging on everything I see, and I know men like this. Everything is for some type of. When relationships are there, it's done as a convenience. No, I'm telling you. And that, then for sex. Yeah, I know it just because I've seen it so much in like yep. people living that, not everyone, but people living that kind of WeHo gym life. Yep, I agree. And it, the, the problem with that is, is I'm never actually happy where I'm at because there's always something prettier. Ding, 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 ding. There's always something better. So it's. Which we're kind of in that as a culture right. now, which is why it's really hard for people to commit. Good luck if you're dating. Fun. He, anyway, Carlos. Uh, Carlos kind of says, "You just really surprised me with you in the car that you that you that and every time because he, he basically says Valentine's like can't, can't wait to take a nice shower because now Carlos is very sensitive about everything you say about Colombia um, and it, it is. and it is not a nice thing can't wait to take a nice shower it does I would hear that as so my shower is shitty." I would hear that. It's kind well, of hard not to. Yeah, I would hear that too. But that on top of Carlos hears everything. As he an does. Insult against, because Carlos isn't secure with the person he is. So everything yeah. is this, um, uh, is this, I'm being so hurt. Um, what do you What do you think of someone, they've, only, they've been together probably, what is it, maybe seven or eight days by now? Uh, probably not even that long. Mm-hmm. And he just goes, leave me alone. Yeah. I just went... You, it's not good. And Carlos just walks out, and then later, which I would too if someone I said too. that. Valentine Actually, I would have left before. I would have left when he, uh, when he was being shitty in the car. <laughs> it just would have gotten out. Yeah. Um, when the, I'm a grown ass man, Ugh. fall back. Um, when Valen, he's he walks out, and then later at the beach. Carlos is sitting there, and he said, you know, it's been a week. And then Valentine comes out dressed in a very red outfit. <laughs> it's all red, and Carlos is like, he looks so cute. I don't love the monochrome outfits I don't either. Love yeah. But Carlos said something that I thought was very telling. Is he said, we used to fight all the time over the phone. I went, oh, that's the first time we've heard this. And then he followed that with... And I thought in person it would be easier. So it's that same thinking of if I get married, we'll right. calm down. If we have a if baby. If we have a baby, it'll fix think, it. And so now that I went. Y'all, oh. baby's never going to fix nothing. So this made sense. They both knew what they were getting. Because I think we've all been thinking, were they not prepared for what they're receiving from one another when they actually met in person? No. I think they both knew exactly what they were going to be getting. I think Valentine did too. I think Carlos did too. But for some reason, they both had this idea that they wanted to meet. And I was trying to think, why do they think they just want to meet each other? Because they thought the physical connection would fix it. Oh, it's because they just want to fuck each other. Yes, yes. Literally, the whole trick, trip, trick, whatever, is to just fuck and get naked. And guess what? Valentine got naked with him, had a good time. They both had big dicks. But they didn't really get what they wanted. And so now he's done, and he's ready to move on, and he's going to go back to New York. and L.A. Or, or, oh, he's from New York, but in L.A. now, and they're going to break up. Yep. 
Did you, what was interesting, and, and Valentine keeps saying, I feel like you're trying to control, control me. Again, we, we, I went, I went off on this on another podcast, and we talked about it last night in, in Denver, because they're like, people are like, you're so controlling. No, Bilal is controlling. That's the denominator. That's what I used to, I was like, if you want to know controlling, it's Bilal. Bilal is a gaslighter. Bilal yeah. is controlling. Like, B- Use Bilal that as your rubric. Can't really talk about <laughs> him very much anymore, but Paul is controlling. Yes. yes. That is controlling. Yes. Yeah. Big Ed is controlling. Big Ed is controlling. And, but this is not controlling. This is, this is bickering about things that you're saying, no, I think you should take a right here. Yeah. This is both of you, as you say, trying to be dominant. And when he says yeah, Mark when, from Mark and Nikki, yes, is controlling. that's controlling. Don't put your fingerprints on my window. <laughs> Y'all remember, remember where you are when you heard that and your blood turned to ice water in your veins yes. and you went, oh, this motherfucker's crazy. crazy. But I'm saying you're right, though. That's a good distinction. This is this is not this is bickering. And also this is when he says you're controlling. That means I control everything. Because I normally set things. Well, it is very much, Carlos thinks it's like we're both dominant. It's just that Carlos can't hear any, even in a constructive type of criticism way, Carlos immediately takes it as an right. attack. But I'm saying Valentine said that. I know, but I mean Carlos does I see too. what you're saying. So I think that they, it's just, they but don't want to hear it, anybody, neither of them wants to hear anybody else's Isn't opinion. it interesting that it's never... It, the the phrase is you're controlling if 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 I'm not controlling 100 percent it's like the only dialectic that's allowed for them is that one person controls everything and the other plays yeah, along they look at things in top bottom yeah. black white uh, or not black but yeah but and Valentine says he said you know that's where he says I want to take my power back because oh, I thought you had too God. much which is a weird way to look at relationships honestly. And it's then, hard for me to listen to him talk. If you're looking at a relationship and you're using the word power, I don't know how much actual love is there between both people. Yeah, especially after a week. Yeah, and so, and he said, because when Carlos comes at me, I feel powerless. And then he goes into this whole rant about maybe, growing up. Maybe talk about why, and he did, but maybe that's a therapeutic way for you to think about maybe you're not powerless. Maybe I don't think change the change the equation. Yeah, I don't think he's there. Because I think he's there. I think actually he's doing what people do a lot in, and I see this like when they do therapy and they learn about their past. I hate it when people have the awareness and then they they weaponize the, the past to right. shame their partner's present. And that's that that is so important. It Say drives, that again. Weaponizing the past weaponize to your shame past your to partner's present. Your present. Because I feel like if you have this awareness of why you do something, it's not for your partner to fix right. it. It's for you to fix it. Yeah. He should say like you said, he should go into and say I wonder why is this the same as when I felt powerless as a child? And, What's different? And maybe this isn't powerlessness. Maybe you're here and you're not my father. <laughs> Sorry, I forget we're on a podcast. I just pointed you my did. head to the like, yes. Like, like Leopold. Le- yes. You, 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 brava, did. you brava, gave me a brava, cue. But, but, <laughs> but that's, what it, that's what it feels like. He is justifying. He's like, so that's why I'm treating you shitty. That's why I'm treating you shitty. It's because of my past. 
Y'all, oh. if you're in a relationship with a Valentine, run. Or kind of a Carlos, too. <laughs> they neither need to be in a long-term yep. relationship right now. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And But then Carlos says something that very few people in 90 Day Fiance history ever say. He says the opposite of what most people say. And he says, you know, I plan, they make up because Carlos says, you look beautiful in red. And then they start talking about how sexy the other person is. Yeah. It's the only person that's they what they can they do about. But Carla or Valentine's just says, you know, I was going to propose, but I'm not going to propose <laughs> until we get along better. And I went, that's, that's something. The first time that's we've gross. ever heard that. How many people have had a huge fight say, I think it'll be better if I ask her to marry me. Yeah. I have a feeling he's still. Jorge. I think he's still going to try to propose. I think at the end he's going to have a change of heart. Yeah. I think. We'll see. <sighs> Valentine doesn't like to be tamed. God. Can we talk about. <laughs> can we talk about Sterling? <laughs> or Ooh. say we did and don't? Y'all, all I know is. They showed a clip of next week, and the moms are going to be there. And, <laughs> and Sherlon's mother just looks like Sherlon and drag in a blonde the, wig, with the blonde wig with, with that same kind of sad face and long nose. And I am fucking <laughs> here for it. I am and here for we've, it. We've got Mama Karen with her windswept, crazy yes. dry hair. Yes, and her sun-soaked skin. <laughs> Y'all, she loves going to that community pool and tanning. I just want to, God, I, I, it maybe is, maybe it is the chlorine in that pool that does that to that hair. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Because she's, I just, boy, oh, hot oil treatment or just a good, a good rich conditioner good. would do mm. so much. The Lola V. <laughs> that's expensive though. I don't, you don't even need that. Yeah, that, that's Some true. Some VO5. That's true. You can buy that at CVS. An Aussie hair mask. Yes. Remember when we did an Aussie ad for our Australian yes. shows? I enjoyed that. Um, I called this further down the dark hallway. <laughs> that was this That's segment. That's what they called you in college. <laughs> the dark hallway. There goes a the dark hallway, boys. Hey, boys, come on down. <laughs> it gets... <laughs> you get farther and farther away. I got stuck in there for a week, <laughs> y'all. Everybody winds up good, though. <laughs> so... Ariana's like, so yeah, he admitted to sleeping with other ma- women, and I made that clear that I'm no okay with that. Y'all, it's kind of the same, this whole thing, I wrote a lot of notes, but it's really just the same beat of everything. I didn't. I, I'm to a point now where he has told her everything. He actually now is saying to her face what he would not before. So I will say, yeah, you do see that, talk about dense. Also, but she, I don't think he's been cool. He, I don't think he hasn't been crystal his, clear with her and is, and has, cause he, which a, you have to be with Ariana. He's a fuck boy. Yeah. And he's, yes, he has not been clear with his work. You have to be very clear with Ariana. Yeah. This is the other thing. What he said, she's like, she's like, he told me that I was his girlfriend and blah, 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 blah. I and I, that. I wonder if he, if he said the exact words. I, oh, that's true. Like if he, she said it, he went, yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. I Pause, wonder yeah. if he ever said that. Please. Do they do, a, they don't do a reunion of this, do no, they? No, they don't. God, I would love to be fun Sean this Robinson season. to do a reunion. 
I think that's one of those things that Sherlon does not say. I, I bet that, you anything, yeah. the GF word, I bet you that's probably it's not like in L his word. vocabulary. He doesn't say that word a lot. And I have a feeling Ariana made that up. I that because as soon as she said, as soon as she said it, I went. I don't think he called you that. No, I think you're right. And because now you're the mother of his child, which you immediately think. Yeah, yeah, mother. You immediately think that that means you're together. He don't see it that way. Yeah. Oh, he's the father of your child. You said mother. Sorry. Father. Yes. She. See. But he doesn't. It is. Again, it's this whole thing of, and I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but no matter what, it's this. I don't think everywhere in the world assumes just because you no, no, get no. someone a pregnant that you're going to be a no, father to this that is, child. This is 1950s convent thinking. But this is <laughs> like it's terrible. Yeah. And so, but anyway, you mean y'all, you mean you mean you get someone pregnant, you marry them, and that's yeah, it. That's yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what we're saying. I, I don't know in the rest of the world if. Uh, I think probably in still very insular Catholic cultures, yes. But not in Quincy, Illinois. It's just assumed that if this happens, especially if he's in Jamaica, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah. And y'all, of course, they thought they were going to get, he said it's going to be better. And then she sees his phone's blowing up. Who is blah, 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 this female. And then then she, did you hear her say, who's Shanika, baby? He's like, that's someone I just kind of know. I just call everybody, baby. He does go, uh, he totally does a, uh, we, uh, we actually had some uh, other screenshots of Sherlon's phone uh, uh, that he tried to explain. Yeah, there was Shanika Baby. This is this is Lori Huge Tits. Lori, yes. Um, uh, there was also there was somebody, Pretty Pretty Pussy Pink. Pretty Pretty Pussy Pink. <laughs> and then there was just uh, three hearts and it said, Dad Ass. <laughs> she texted a lot. And that was his proctologist. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, Who knew? Not a hookup. No. Not a hookup. No. no. So... He had an explanation for everything. She's like, she says to him, like, they're sitting down. She's like, well, maybe you can just chill with your resort. You can just chill with your... And Sherlock kind of comes in there and says, shut the fuck up and listen. And I went, slow your roll. Yeah. Don't talk to her like that. And But then Ariana finally says, you've been playing the fuck out of me. She's like, your phone is buzzing all night. Like, literally, y'all, it is like... I think Sherlock's like... I've used this analogy before, but I think it's true. It's either going to be like Ty's phone or... Like Catherine O'Hara's character in um, uh, Best in Show, yeah. Where everywhere they go, she meets somebody else. She, <laughs> she fucks, fucked, and yeah. Eugene Levy's got like, oh, it's so funny, y'all. It's so funny. I always feel a lot of simpatico with her in yes. that because, and like, because he runs into the guy. He's like, hey, last time I saw you, remember, remember when- that truck stop in Dubuque? She's like, oh yeah, yeah. Y'all, it is so good. <laughs> It's so fucking funny. And but, Eugene Levy's like, e- what? What? But that is Sherlock. I, I want to point out, though, this rage that she and this kind of righteous anger she seems to have, it never goes anywhere. Because it's, it comes from an inauthentic place. Yes. Not truth. Thank you. That's why. And that's, y'all, we w- I think we would it's kind her of. truth, but it's not their right. truth. I think we would kind of respect her. If she just went, you know what? I have enough respect for myself to know I'm being treated this way. And I think speaking of somebody 
the edit, she probably thinks that she's going to get the edit as like a great mother who's trying to <laughs> do the right thing for her kid. And oh, I think she actually is a. It seems like she is very involved with her kids. Seems like she is. Yeah, a great I can't. Mother. I can't speak to that. I I could not say she's a bad mother or I a good think mother. She's a great mother, but I think that she ha, she's a great mother. But I don't think she has any type. It's. I I I, I would want to tease out from her. Why does being a good mother mean you have to be in a married relationship with the with father? Your, Can those things? Can him having a separate life and you being a great mother no, coexist? No, that, that has been our whole point this whole season. But the fact that she can't just She conflates those two out. things. Yeah. It's- she conflates the love that of that the relation that that the child must know that that the if they're if their father and the mother are not together, they must know they tried as hard as they could yeah. to stay together. But like Game of Thrones, they were kept apart. Kept apart. But and then, but Sherlon says by a, fuck buddies, by fuck buddies. Sherlon says dad you know, ass. Is she dad ass? Hard, hard, hard. And he said, I know she doesn't get that 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 that's the man that I am, the man that I've been, and it's the man I'm going to be. It's the man I am. If she doesn't get that, then I don't know what to say. And I went, she doesn't get that because you're not you, fucking straight you're, with her. You're not actually telling her all that. And you are. You're that that's very fuck true. Boy who doesn't want someone to be mad at you. Yep. So you always want to tell her what she wants to hear. The problem is he's saying things like, we need to work on this relationship. We need to work on that, this. But he has and no specific. Who else did that that bothered us so much? Mike. Mike, so we got to work on yep, our problems. Well, butter, well, we just, Natalie, we got to But here's work the thing. shrug shoulders. Here, here's what I think he's meaning by that, and I'm not trying to give him a lot of credit here. I think what he's doing is saying, I'm going to talk you out, talk you out of having a relationship with me so we can both be co-parents and somehow work this out. He agreed because he never says she she says we're going to be a fit. We're going to be a family. We're going to be together. No. Yeah. And he just because he does. He wants to. T- he's just going to keep, as you say, moving the goal, moving the goalposts, kicking the can until finally she's sick of chasing yep. it. That's exactly what he's going to do. Because if he wanted to work on things, he would say, "I'm going to work on this and this and this and this right. and this." Y'all, Miss Karen is coming. Uh, her mom and, he, and she's going to watch. I just Odin. say real quick. Ariana says again, but I get it. She's like in love. What? Not with him, but she's in love with the idea of him. Because she says, "When I came down here before, you were so complimentary to me. You told me how gorgeous I was." Yeah. Because you were there on a bank trip. Yep. And of course he he's wanted to fuck you. you. He wanted to fuck you. And she's like, and she's like, I dumb feel like. can she be? She said, well, it's not that she's dumb. It's that he played. Is it not? No. It's that she's a walking wound of insecurity still. And she even sets so herself. And she said, I come down here now. And that's when she started crying. She said, you act like you're not attracted to me anymore because she thinks her attraction is just her body. Yeah. Even though it's not true, but that's what she thinks. And because she's gained weight since this baby, she feels like that now. I bl- I bet you if you had a serious conversation with Ariana for like an hour, at the end of it, she would say it's her fault that Sherlyn's not attracted to her. Oh, yeah. She I, blames herself. I say she's dumb when I – that's in parlance. We say that dumb yeah, person is yeah, – yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But, well, she is dumb in that it's – again, it's it, so Everyone in the world. Everyone knows he's not into her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's that Trisha Yearwood song. 
What? Everybody knows. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody knows what to do about my misery. Everybody but me. Oh, I don't think I know that one. That's oh, a great. It's a it's a hit of her. Great okay. sister word song. That Ooh. sounds it sounds kind of familiar, but her new album is good, y'all. That every girl in this town song. Yes, and my oh. favorite track from that is "Working on Whiskey." Oh, it's so good. I, she just wails. <laughs> we should go see her live. I like her, her a lot. Brooks. Have you ever seen Garth Brooks live? I've, I've seen him one time, and it was one of the best concerts I've well, ever seen in my life. The best one I've seen, too. We need to move on. We do. Um, so I've got to say, so Miss Karen comes, her mom, and uh, <laughs> that, hair. Uh, that hair. And mom, and she tells mom about the paternity papers. And, and, and that mom, he couldn't do it because he couldn't get to a FedEx. And I've got to say, y'all, Miss Karen needs to be in the local production of the Quincy Little Theater because what a performance by an actress in a supporting role. I've just got to say. You know what? She, she knew her lines and she delivered them as she should have and what she, she needed says, to do. She's like, uh, she does say, she's like, and you know what, Mom? Sherlon has been seeing other women. And she goes, you're kidding. <laughs> Knows this. Mom knows this. She is, she is doing the best she can not to say I told you so, and good for her. It's why her not sister to do didn't that. come this time, because they would have been oh, like, yeah. Ari. And she's like, no. She's like, yeah. So they're, and she, Karen totally goes into, y'all, her name is Karen, so we're not yeah. calling her Karen. No. She's not a Karen. Miss Karen. Yeah, Miss Karen. And she makes a good point, y'all, and this is true. Because she talks about the papers. She said it just said it was too inconvenient. And she says, and this is so true, when someone cares about you, nothing's the, inconvenient. That's true. That is the damned truth, y'all. If you're with a guy right now and you're like, he just says he's so busy and he's trying to do it, but he's not busy, doesn't have enough time for me, da-da-da, he's not into you. It's, that I'm, is, I'm, no, I'm, it's, the, it's in the first part of the relationship and people are busy. But and I'm saying like not a guy who wants to spend every day with you. That's probably your own. Neediness. No, but I but I want to clarify. I I, I understand things. what you're saying. Yeah. But like if someone says, uh, if someone says things like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just so." If if you propose, if you keep proposing things, and they say, "Oh, I'm just so sorry. I'm busy," and then they, they don't, don't follow up with and another. They proposal. don't follow up with another proposal, which is Sherlock. That means. And I, that means they're not into you. And you know what? That's fine because not everyone's going to be into you. You're not going to be into anybody else. But I promise you this, you guys. If if you propose something, they say can't do it, and you keep doing it, if they don't come back to you with a separate thing, just call it a wash and go fuck a bartender. Yes. But, <laughs> uh, bring a plan B or birth control yes. if you don't want to be Ariana. But or, like, or condoms. We're talking about someone. Condoms, with, Rose. Condoms. condoms. <laughs> so good. I love that we're talking about someone who we're talking about people using the dating example of a guy or whatever. You're trying to get to go to dinner. Let's put this in context. <laughs> Ariana's oh, asking, the, don't forget, the father of the baby to just send a paper to her so she can put his name on the birth certificate right. of his son. Yeah. And he, this is too con- inconvenient for him. Mm-hmm. I agree with Karen. I know he said, but I work every day. And this, take a, I'm, I'm sorry. For take this, a personal day. You could take a fucking day or, off. Or 
your is your mom that busy? Go. This is what I think. Do you think next week when we see the mom, do you think she's going to hold Sherlock to the fire or make excuses for him as make well? Make excuses for him. I'm there's afraid. a reason. There's a reason why he's the way he there's is. There's a reason why he's the way he is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be surprised. Unless his mother holds him to the fire and is militant about it, and maybe a part of him hates women, and that's why he doesn't have any respect for them. You, but you, did you see the way he was dressed? He is looking his best, best. for his mommy. So I think his mom is not going to hold. Yeah, I think she's going to make yeah. excuses as well. Should we talk about Abby, Gabby? No Frankie it, anymore because we're, I don't think we're ever going to see Frankie again. I don't think we're going to see Frankie again. No way. Because <laughs> that is not the story of this, y'all. The story is of Abby and Gabby. And Gabby. The ballad of Abby and Gabby. The ballad of Abby and Gabby. The ballad of Gabba Gabba Ababa. Um, We're too tired and we don't have the voice, but we almost could do a reality gays opera theater of the two of them, (laughs) but I don't have him in me, y'all. So, do do you guys think Gabby in her confessional looks looks like someone right out of Like Water for Chocolate? I, I don't. You've never seen that movie. She's like, she's like the 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 ghost of the ant who's like, who's like, Peppa, you will do what I say. <laughs> she's got that long hair and oh. that really severe makeup. Yes, yes. She looks like she's just crawled out of the sea. If you've ever seen the movie Like Water for Chocolate and, and the ant who died, or you'll, you'll know what I'm talking spoiler. about. You're screaming. That's not a spoiler, actually. It's, oh, God. <laughs> um, I think it's the ant. It's a, have you seen that movie? It's a f- fabulous movie. It's a great book, too. Um, okay. You're not a fan of <laughs> Mexican fiction. <laughs> no, I, I remember when it came out and everybody talked about it. When it came out and everyone talked about it. I didn't see it. I didn't investigate. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Darkwing Duck was real good, though. (laughs) So, okay. I got really into uh, Mexican uh, and Latin American uh, literature in in high school. Oh, okay. And magical realism. I've read Isabel Allende. I've read her. Yeah. But that she's Spanish, I think. No. She, or is she Mexican? South American. Um, but that's just because she wrote a book about Zorro, which I enjoyed. <laughs> Very much so. Wow! Loved it. It was a great Zorro book. House of Spirits. Not familiar. I know. I know. Not familiar. I know. So, um, all right. So, <laughs> Frankie's not there. They're and, getting off the boat. And Abby's like, I'm so upset that Frankie's friend told him all of my business to Gabby. <laughs> and then she revealed my con. I'm just going to say this and then I'm going to hand it to Poodle. <laughs> the music swells and Abby just looks at Gabby. I'm sorry, Mama Con. Gabby looks at Abby and says, For tonight, we will say goodbye. I need to talk to you, my love. Give me some epic music. I need something I to go. Phone. Well, fine. I guess it'll all be up to me as usual. Fine, fine. As soon as I saw you on the coast of Guadalajara, looking like a beautiful muscle coming out of the ocean, and I, like the seahawk, perched on the tree, 
ripped you out of the clutches of the sea and made you mine. You have hurt me very much, Abby. You, you are the one that I love, like a sea turtle loves her mate before he fertilizes her eggs. She then goes to, I don't know what this is. She climbs up to shore, lays her gelatinous eggs into the sand, buries them. Abby, you have stomped on my eggs. There will be no baby turtles this season. <laughs> wow! I, I don't know if you're a good person or not, but I'm a good person. Love whoever you want, for you have destroyed the turtle eggs of my heart. I will love who I want. <laughs> Farewell, adieu. I am now to the bottom of the sea, I go. <laughs> and scene. I don't know where I went with the turtle thing, but I was, I thought she was going there. Very elemental witch. I'm telling y'all, look up light water for chocolate. You'll that's the ant. That's everything you need to know. It it's Chef's kiss watching her. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> She's just you, can, you failed me, Abby. You can tell why Baby Con wants to leave her mother because her mother's bonkers. <laughs> I know. But she is such good television. She's amazing television. God, it's it's like telenovela it like hype hype. So hype. I now. can't get enough. I would watch a whole show of of Gabby. And she walks away and Gabby just doesn't cry, y'all. She like Oh, Abby, you mean. Or yeah, Baby Con. And I only know them as Mama Con and Baby Con because I, I still think they're mother and daughter. And cause that's why you'd cry that way if your mother just left I, it. I think and she you cried yeah, at one point she goes, uh, uh, ah! <laughs> and screams and then cries some more. There's y'all, Poodle called and I agree with you. Ain't no drama like, like lesbian, lesbian drama. drama. And then and I can it's it almost like there there needs to be like uh uh a footage of that saying next time on the voyage of the sea turtle. The that's 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 the telenovela. I'm telling you this now, when they play this on TLC, because not everybody still has Discovery Plus. Yeah. When they play this on TLC, I think they're gonna blow up. I think really? there's going to be so many memes and stuff about them. Probably. They're just so fucking amazing to watch on oh, television. That's so together. good. You failed me. You've, it's and, time we say goodbye. And all of those confessional looks that are her eye, her eyeliner is so dark and her hair is kind of like swept back. She looks like she just was someone that crawled out of a Zoltar machine. It, yes, she's, <laughs> she's so she dramatic. is very intense. Yeah, very intense. Yeah, no, she 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 is an elemental spirit somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. Brought forth. She's not a person. She's not. She's a she's very old. She's ancient. She's, she's ancient. one of the ancient yes. ones. Yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> she was she's been many things in past <sighs> lives. <laughs> Y'all. I I think I'm still woozy from Denver. Does. <laughs> yeah, it's true. She, Ron, I don't think you read those. Did you ever read those children's books over sea, over stone, and all that? No. They were like a, they're all about like mythical, like oh, sea yeah. uh, people from the. No, sea. she's a gorgon. Yeah, she's like a or a or a siren or something like yeah, that. Siren. She's, yeah, she's go, she goes way back. 
She's older than all of us. I think her hair looks <laughs> like that. It looks like that. Not not her confessional look. Ironically, oh, that confessional look but her is confessional perfect. Look, her, her hair looks so bad because I don't know if they just took it out of the dreads. But they it, took it out but it's and it looks natural hair, but it looks it's kind of clumpy. Yeah, it looks fake. Maybe they're actual snakes in hiding. I think it is because she's a, yeah. That's the right. show, y'all. That's the show, everybody. <laughs> all right, y'all. We're gonna we've got one more. We're gonna be doing ninety day fiance tomorrow on Sunday, so those episodes will air this week, and we'll have pre recorded episodes of Below Deck this week. Yes, Below Deck Med and Below Deck Danan. Badoo, badoo. But that's all you're getting from us this week, y'all, because we're taking a vacation. We're taking so a vacay. Don't Facebook us. Don't Instagram Actually, us. Actually, you can. We just want to answer. If your Patreon completely implodes and shuts down and you're RSS, I'm sorry, y'all. We're not going to be here. <laughs> you got to contract Patreon or post a, fa- a thing in the Facebook group. The yeah, fa- the, the Facebook group. The, the Sissy Facebook, Squad will still be open. Sissy Squad is open. We already closed that a week earlier because we decided... It would it, not work. Yeah. The Carl's some, wives would implode. That would implode. <laughs> I'd be somewhere in Big Sur and a raven would drop a letter and it, I would open it and it would just say, Carl! <laughs> like, How did they find me? <laughs> anyway, y'all, have a wonderful, wonderful week. But we'll see you next week with 90 Day Fiance. And until then, we call these people Lonely Hearts. <laughs> because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love at the bottom of the sea or any other wrong place that we can look, Poodle? Yes. And like the, like the sea wind blows over the coast, I again will return to my watery domain to sink ships and to exercise my will on all the creatures of the ocean floor. Call us. Call us. <laughs>